tie a ribbon around the old oak tree. It's been three long years. Do you still love me? Nope. I don't know this one. I know, like, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, but that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Aussie skies blue. Guys, welcome to Real Awkward. We are the best damn podcast that you've heard today. Today. My name is Andy. I'm Amanda. My name is Ashley. And today's episode is going to take you way back. To 1999. Are you trying to be Prince? I think Andy is. No, I wasn't. Have you seen the video of the girl who's wearing a Prince purple rain shirt and her dad is like, listen to this song. And he plays the whole song. And she's like, I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. I have no <laughs> idea who that is. Not a clue. There was somebody standing outside of like, it was a concert and it was a bunch of like older 80s bands and people had the band shirts on. And he was like, hey, man, are you excited for the concert? Yeah. Can you name me three songs from the favorite blah, 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 who they came to watch? And like 90% of people couldn't name any of the songs. I mean, I can't name the songs of my favorite artists. So, Do you so know okay, why? I was I was going to say, like, I don't I don't know song names anymore because I feel like a lot of bands have some weird fucking name for their songs now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Fair. if the name of the song is like the first line of the chorus. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yes. But I was um, saying it takes it. We it, it took away from us moving to digital because we used yes. to literally sit in our bedrooms and look at the CD covers. We would study yes. them. Right. And we knew all the names of the songs. Well, and then, you know, you would be like downloading songs off Napster or whatever. And like you needed to know the song name. Yeah. Yep. Um, and now I I can name some songs, but like I'll just put stuff on shuffle or an album on. And I can be like, track three, like, yeah. <laughs> track three is my favorite. 100%. 100%. <laughs> track two. Yeah. I remember at one point I was always like, why is track two always the most popular on every album? But then all of a sudden it would be track three or track four, track five, or sorry, rarely track five. It's normally one through four. I yeah. don't feel like the single hit, like the first cut off of the album is five through however many songs they do. But Fair. also, on average, I found it interesting that they only do 10 to 12 songs for most albums. Well, because you think about a record, right? Mm-hmm. Most space on a record is like three to four, like three to five songs, yep. right? But then you got to flip to the B side. Yeah. So maybe well, that's w- so that your, where it came from. Your your big hit would be on side A of yeah. the record. Right. And then the second, you, more times than not, the second song that you release is off the B side. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, then cassettes, too. You had to flip those. You'd only get so much on each side. Yeah. That's true. God, those were the days. Flipping a cassette. Right? Fast forwarding. Flipping a record. (laughs) And then when you had to, like, use a pencil or a pen and, like, Uh they got really smart, though. Like, some of the the high-end jukeboxes out there or... I guess stereos that you could buy, you know, cause you guys were probably like me as a kid. Did you have like that 
that stereo that had way too many buttons on it with the two speakers. Oh. Like, yeah, we in all, your I mean, room, right? It was like a Sanyo or a, like yeah. yeah, but with those boom boxes, they were getting really good that you could like say next song and it would find it on the tape. It would find the break. Oh, I never had huh. that cool. Oh. That's, that's way too rich for my blood. <laughs> I yeah, had, ours like, was rad, dude. You could it would find the next track on the tape. You were so bougie, oh. Andy. Yeah, yeah you we were had, a rich kid. Well, dude, okay, think about this. My dad was in bands. He was not going to let his son have a second rate, like stereo in his room. Second rate. We <laughs> we had pretty basic ones. They had you know play, pause, fast forward, stop, whatever. And then they would always have like bass boost or like treble. Yep. And I'd always be like, like, this does, this does nothing. nothing. <laughs> it like, sounds so much deeper now. Yeah. <laughs> Still sounds like a radio track. Um, Ash, what do you have for us today, milady? All right. So we did a previous episode in the same format where we went through a list of movies that were released in the year 2000. Um, and today we're going to do 1999. Oh, snap. Tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. All right, Urkel. <laughs> Got any cheese? Tonight. Did I do that? <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, as before, these are listed in order of highest grossing uh, box office revenue. Okay. Are we working like with it. the best one first? Yeah, I just said highest grossing. I wasn't listening. I just figured out what this is okay, called. Okay, Andy. Throwback box office. Box okay. office throwback. Does that sound better? That sounds well, better. Welcome to th- Throwback Tuesday. <laughs> no, box office Wait, what did I say? The episode. <laughs> box office throwback. Yeah, welcome to box office throwback. Hey, baby, welcome it, to box office It's a workshopping title. We'll, we'll, it's we'll, a, we'll, it's a working it. title. The be- the Give best, us a break. The best of box office throwbacks. <laughs> this title is getting longer. In, in parentheses. <laughs> in this specific year. 1999. Ver- version 1999. Yes. EST 1999. <laughs> v 1.367458 version. Okay. Are we ready, folks? Yes. Let's okay. do no. it. This Numero is the throwback uno. box office. What do you guys think? I think I made you guess on the last one. What do you think is the number so, one? So this is the top grossing movie of 1999. Yes. I'm going to say Titanic. Oh, I didn't even know that was 99. Um, I don't know, know th- if it is. You know that for sure or you don't know? No, I don't fucking know. Okay, I thought that I thought Titanic was ninety seven. Um, I've seen it once. Yeah, it's too long. But it was long. in the theater for two fucking years, so yeah, maybe it was, it was the it top grossing movie it multiple took years that in a row. Long to watch. Um, My mom and sister saw that movie so many times. Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, I dude, literally for some reason I'm drawing a blank. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. I don't know. <laughs> Star Wars. Episode one. Oh, that's Damn right. It. That's right. Misa thinking I got it wrong. Misa doesn't <laughs> think that's that bad of a fucking movie. <laughs> Misa actually finds that to be relatively entertaining. <laughs> Misa thinks it's actually a decent movie that people need to give a second chance. <laughs> Misa would like to have a conversation about the script writing and that. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Could you imagine being at like a restaurant and you're hearing the table over because everybody listens? 
could you imagine people being like, Misa's going to have a cheeseburger for dinner. And the other person goes, Misa thinks I'm going to have waffles. And then, like, they're talking, Misa's going to go drink a beer when I get home. Like, no. Could you imagine? Better here than down at the core. Um, Okay. Ah. Let's just, we're not going to do Star Star Wars podcast, which we should do, okay? Absolutely. But those movies at the time were freaking popular, dude. Like, I mean. They were insane. People were wait, like, these Star Wars heads, the ones for the original trilogy, were like, oh my god, a new one's coming out. I'm so well, excited! <laughs> like, and and it had been out. long enough. It had been a long enough amount of time that the people who went and saw Star Wars in the movie theater when it originally came out mm-hmm. now most likely have children that they can take to go see these movies. Yep. And so I remember because I loved Star Wars, and my dad was telling us about when he was young and he went to the movies, and like it was like a cultural movement. Yeah. That like right? Star Wars came out. And so he was telling us about it while we're going to see these movies. And I they always ca- I feel like they always came out right around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And I so I think that it allowed it, it was the right amount of time to like be like, "Hey, we're doing new trilogies." And then every single one was like a huge hit and you know, there's some shitty moments and there are some things that are better than others in the movies. But honestly, like Phantom Menace gets a lot of hate, but it's good. L- looking back at it, I think it's easy to nitpick the stuff that didn't really oh, yeah. work. And I know George Lucas has all these thoughts in his head and he wanted to throw stuff out there that was just like original, even if it didn't like. Basically, he's like, let's throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks, man. Like Jar Jar was one of those characters. And there's still people to this day that either absolutely hate him or find him endearing in some well, way. And right? Jar Jar could have been any character but he was created to sell toys sure 100 percent. to sell merchandise yeah. and um that's what he did yes because everybody liked jar jar binks well everybody went to taco bell or kfc <laughs> and got the cup with the guys on top like everybody you know it's funny too because i was into it enough i wanted to collect all the pepsi can variants yeah, of you wanted the, the gold can? Episode one, yeah. And it had, I think it was like 24 different characters. And I collected, mm-hmm. I think I only got to 17 and I never got to fix that set. And then I think my mom just threw, it away, threw them away. But Oh man, I remember yeah. that. Like opening up a box and like pulling them all out to see if you yes. got the one. Yep, yep. And you'd be like, oh, Rebel Trooper, get the shit out of here. That's not what I Honestly, want. Honestly, I, I don't see why they still don't do that kind of marketing. Yeah. yeah. Like, it. yeah, it probably cost them some money to do it. But maybe people who didn't normally buy, like, I'm not a Pepsi fan at all, but, like, if Pepsi started releasing, like, even cans with Star Wars characters on them, I'd probably buy a box. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I don't see why that isn't something that companies still do. They still push it. I mean, it's just a different world now and how they advertise, I guess, but... That that I don't movie, know. I got a fucking dude. Disney sticker on my banana. That's, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> 1999 hits. Star Wars is pro- that was number one. You said like the top grossing 
of that year. Yeah. Yes. Which rightfully so. Dude, pod racing's in that. The Jedi's going to come back. Qui-Gon Jinn is badass. Like, and the fact that Liam Neeson didn't get, like, his full due in the trilogy really sucks. So, um, but I mean, each each episode after that, you could say what you want. But this kind of started that resurgence of people that may have not been Star Wars fans before loving the series again. So, go 1999. What else you got? Okie day. Um, <laughs> number two, The Sixth Sense. Oh, Banger. Man. M. Night Shyamalan was like, hello, I'm about to rock your mind. For two movies, and uh, then I'm going to uh, fuck uh, it all up. Fuck it all up. By the way, go check out our podcast. Like, Put a little note, sidebar. I need to listen to the Real Awkward Podcast of the M. Night Shyamalan episode. Because we talk about I, all of this stuff. I feel like we end up talking about the Sixth Sense a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's important because it's incredible. And, you know, the ending has been spoiled for everybody, but if you have seen it or if you have never seen it, even if you know the ending, go watch it. It's so good. It's such a good movie. And it's one of those ones that if you know the ending, it's great because you're able to pick up on all these little things as you go. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's cool to watch it once and then rewatch it. Yeah, like to 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 do another once over if like your first and second time. If you've seen it after that, you kind of lose everything. But to do like a a first and second watching of the Sixth Sense is incredible. And that movie that stuck with everybody that year. That stuck with everybody, dude. I mean, we're talking parodies and um, awards. I I think awards they they won. They had to have won some. Something I don't know, but But like, I mean, the phrase I see dead people like that was everywhere. It's It's still something people Mm -hmm. say. Yep. And Um, and what's crazy is that was Haley Joel Osment, right? Yeah. And that catapulted his career. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it like made an instant star director out of M. Night Shyamalan. And even Bruce Willis already being a star was like, okay, man, you got some a good recipe here. So that's number one and number two. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to say those are okay. 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not Walmart. Bad. Okay. <laughs> Not bad. Okay. How about Toy Story 2? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just going to say this. All the Toy Stories are great. Okay. Even if you don't like number three, cause it's creepy. It's still not is bad. That the, is that, is number three, the daycare? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the bear. Strawberry bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, but number, number two is where there's Jesse and bullseye. Yes. And I'm not a fan oh, of Jesse. The, the Woody's Roundup. Yeah. yeah. And like Woody's he's stealing Roundup. them because he's a toy collector and wants to like. That's right. Make it's money off of it. Yeah. It's That's Newman. Right. Um, I'm not a fan of Jesse. So when they introduced that character, I found her to be kind of borderline obnoxious. She's um, annoying. Yeah. She is annoying. And I know that they needed somebody for Woody to have like, like his backstory, you know, and yeah. that type of stuff too. But now, then she was in the whole series after that, and I was like, okay. So I don't know. I remember it being good. It, it's not a bad movie, but I uh, that that I don't know. I don't know why it I, bothers me so much. She was just annoying. Hang tight. It's time for a real awkward break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years 
and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. I liked that it wasn't just another like like episode of what happens at Andy's house. I yeah. like that you got to do see the toy store and see all those toys come alive. So I thought that was really ambitious and really cool. Um, uh, that being said, I'm not a Toy Story fan. I no. think Buzz Lightyear is one of the coolest characters. I don't care about Toy Story. Isn't number like, two where Buzz like sees all the toys and he like there's yeah. a bunch of other buzzes that he mm-hmm. yeah okay. So right. no, I I think I think they're I think it's good. I, I think it's the best of the original three. Oh, number two. Um, yeah. Oh, see, I I would say OG is my favorite. Like, there's I, just so much about the OG one that. Yeah, I think the first one's the best, but you can definitely tell the animation has aged itself. Oh, when yeah. you go to watch the first one, because it's the first Pixar movie. Do you know about that? It's like, ooh, what? I don't know if we talked about that, but uh, the very first uh, Toy Story took. I want to say, and I might be wrong on this number because I don't know if it's actually this much, but it was something like 100,000 computers because they needed one computer each to render one frame. Damn. Just to get through like everything. So like there's a warehouse and it might not be that much, but there was a lot of computers There's a warehouse where each computer was just in charge of rendering a single frame of Toy Story because it was 1995. Well, and yeah, like that's the thing I think of is it 1995 yeah like wild right um no i uh, truthfully i think they're the first two are good um obviously sid is awesome um i think the like the misfit toys are crazy um but yeah i mean toy story for me is like uh i was gonna say on this one uh toy story 4 is currently my favorite toy story okay I agree. Yeah. I think it's yeah. really good. Yeah. I think that the ending's stupid. Sure. But I agree. Because literally for three whole movies, three and a half whole movies, yeah. it's all about Woody getting back to his owner and like Woody, mm-hmm. like that's what he does. Yep. And then at the end, he's like, fuck him. Yeah. Like- <laughs> he fi- well, it's nice for him finally to get a different character direction. But also yeah. Keanu Reeves. Am I right? Dude, Duke Kaboom was hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, but Toy Story 2, okay, 1999. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. Okay. Okay, uh, 1999. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, see, I was close when I said Austin Powers. But yeah. so, uh, so the yeah, first Austin Powers was then earlier, yeah. 1996 or 7. Banger. Um, it was good, dude. Heather Graham is the femme fatale in that one. And I remember the shadow gags I thought were so with the, uh, the campsite funny yes yeah and he does it uh I thought he did it a couple times maybe maybe he did yeah. maybe it was just one but um dude there it was it, it's good and it, it introduced of uh, mini me in that one yes. so is like, it, isn't that the one where they go back in time yes I think okay, so. so yep I remember yep. I remember that movie where if it is that one but whatever movie it was where like Austin Powers is talking to what Basil like the guy uh-huh and like they're talking about traveling through time and he's Austin Powers is basically like questioning like 
well, how would that work? Like, if we go back in time and blah, blah, blah. And I remember Basil goes like, it's best not to worry too much about it. And then they both look at the camera and go, you too. Like, it's best to just let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these are plot holes. Just move along. Yeah. Yeah, no, and they yeah. like look right at the audience. I think I remember the end of that one too, because it's like, "Hello, Austin, you're sexy," and then he just like compliments himself for like ten whole minutes because yeah. there's two Austin Powers there. I gotta watch those it's, again. Number They're one, so number funny. two, awesome. Number three, I think is a shit show. But. No, I'm literally just gonna watch the first two. Yeah. Um, I think number two has the fake, um, like fake trailer with Tom Cruise and stuff in the beginning. Oh, oh, and then yes, yeah, Heather, honestly. Heather Graham's character against Mike Myers was, I thought they worked great yeah, together. I agree. Yep. I agree. Cause she like kisses fat bastard. Oh yeah. To get uh-huh. information or a key or yep. something. And she's like, Austin, I never really loved him. It was just for the job. And he's like, it really hurts, babe. Very ouch. Okay. Continue. Amanda and I like Austin Powers. I'm sorry. I've never seen it. Oh my God. Oh my god, we should watch him when Not I'm as yep. yep. What? No, you made me watch the first one, and surprisingly, I liked it. Yeah, you did. But I haven't seen any more. <laughs> Evacuation so. come. We'll get there. Uh, next one is the Matrix. <gasps> That's what I was one? thinking. When I was thinking 1999, dude. Okay, it, this is just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the wheel on this one just for a second, okay? And then you guys tell you, me how you feel. You can take it, Jesus. I didn't understand what the fuck happened. I watched that. I was, um. 15 years old, okay, when that movie came out. And I was like, I came out of the theater and I looked at my dad. I was like, dad, what is, what? Wait, so he's a guy, was he, he came out of the thing? Why was he in the goo? What's the guy with the phone calls? They go through the, the landlines. What? <laughs> yeah. And I remember nothing clicked with me. I had to watch it a second time. And I was like, oh. And then I had a lot more respect for the film after that. But there's no denying the amazing visual effects of that film during 1999. Like, freak out, people. Incredible. What do you guys think? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I, I have said on the podcast before that I don't like The Matrix. Um, that has not changed. Um, but, yeah, I, I won't argue for one second like the cultural impact that that movie had like you know the kids who always wore the trench coach and shit were now cool Uh, yeah right and (laughs) that's um, true the 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 graphics were now laughable yeah but um it's kind of at the time the whole like bullet time and shit yeah was like how do they do that like yep um you know, the way they kind of like bend him backwards and then, you know, it's like the slow-mo, like it was like, how are they doing this at all? And then, um, no, I mean, I think that there's a reason it's still popular. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Um, You know, I would say that the first one is the best one because when oh, they try yeah. to expand on the universe and kind of get you out of the matrix into the real world, Things just don't hit as good. Um, you know, it, I don't know. And then all of a sudden you get into some supernatural stuff that happens in the film as well. Because it makes sense when you have special powers when you're in a software program. But when you have special powers in the real world for and no real explanation, um, that's when it gets a little goofy. So, but Did you watch the newest one? I've seen only like half of it. 
So I haven't. I think it. I fell asleep on the airplane watching it. So I will say, if to our listeners, whatever you can hate me all you want, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> but if you've never seen the Animatrix, I oh. think that is really good. Yep, that is a good movie. I remember yeah. that. That's a good movie. Okay, yes. 1999. So far, I'm gonna say that's four bangers. Bangers. Five bangers. Four. We're on, we're on number six. I don't know. Was six there one bangers. There? <laughs> Five bangers. Uh, Tarzan. Oh God. I'm gonna let Amanda take this one. I'm triggered. I'm <laughs> triggered. <laughs> I've never seen it. Apparently, I was, I was asleep and, in 1999. Yeah, in 1999, yeah what was in happening what, to you in 1999? I was in uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. You're like, oh, I don't like movies. I just listen to Jimmy Eat World in my room. And watch Aladdin. And watch Aladdin over and I over. Think, I think 1999 was a hard year for me. Oh, there you go. Okay. You want to talk about it? She uh, didn't want to be comforted by Phil Collins. Yeah. did not. I want to know. Na, 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 na. Can you show me? <laughs> okay, so uh, I have serious feelings about the movie Tarzan because I hate it. Um, <laughs> so truthfully, it's it's not that bad of a movie. I think it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, but uh, my mom that like so my mom would play that soundtrack, and I'm not exaggerating. Every day that was the only music we listened to she still listens to the same cd wow she had when we used to bump it in the minivan <laughs> that's a uh, um, intense she still listens to it like we i gave they have a lot of my google home stuff and i connected my music to it so they can listen to whatever they want mm-hmm. and all the time i'll walk in and my mom will be like doop doop tap tap doop tap tap and i'm like and i'm like enough like That's awesome. i love phil collins but he's soured for me now because all i can hear is tarzan at least your parents listen to that stuff my parents didn't they never got into movie soundtrack stuff ever my dad listens to a, a lot of stuff but he likes like you know classic rock and yeah. like country and stuff my mom doesn't and my mom like likes music but i don't think she could tell you like oh this person's my favorite artist yeah, she doesn't pinpoint people. um she like my mom's probably three most listened to albums are like tarzan the free willy soundtrack <laughs> and then like Whatever Grammys she the compilation CD she got ten years ago. Now that's what I call thirty one. No, she doesn't like now. Oh, she likes okay. the Grammys that's what I call because music thirty one. Oh, sorry, that's what I call that's now. What I call thirty one. That's what I call now thirty one. <laughs> yeah, she likes the Grammys. <laughs> You're drunk. CDs. Go home. Uh, okay. Have uh, you seen Tarzan, Andy? Yeah, I saw Tarzan. I I honestly love almost all. Of the 2D Disney movies. I'm trying to think of one that I'm not a fan of. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say this. And maybe you've talked about it on the podcast before. Sword in the Stone is not what you remember. It is the most boring movie. And only 10 minutes of the film is good when Madame Mim and Merlin fight. That's the only Oh, yeah. Cool that's part the best part of the, of the thing. Can we create <laughs> a Mandela effect where that does not exist? Yeah, it really sucks because the whole other movie is just really boring. And when he turns into a squirrel and chases the lady squirrel, it's not funny. It's boring. Well, and it's always been wild to me like how it. popular of a character Merlin was. Uh, yeah, he's not at Disneyland anymore. They don't even have but him he's dressed in, up. He's in everything. Yeah. Uh, so I would say, though, that I remember Tarzan being a fun movie. It felt fun. I liked how they did it. Um, I liked the whole story. 
I think it was fine. And I mean, I I'm not like Amanda where I got gagged on the songs like over and over again. So for me, it's <laughs> just, I just add that kind of to the list. But dude, this was, if it was 1999, then that's Disney's golden era, right? In the 90s. So I would say it squeezed in there. Yeah. Yep. And it's six on the box office chart. So it's not like it was a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Next up. Yep. Big Daddy. Tell me how you oh, feel Adam about Adam Sandler. Sandler. I literally, at first, for a second, I could not remember what that was. Yeah, that's when the twins, the two boys. Yeah, wasn't that the kid the from um, Friends? Yep. Yep, so the two... Now, obviously, it's only one kid, but they switched roles, right? I think both of them were in it, just like Mary-Kate and Ashley. They did the full house thing, where both yeah. boys were... Were the actors because you because you can't stress out a kid that much on set. So it was I know they did a really good job, but that's where he's like Scuba Steve. Right. And he like that's his favorite well, character. He's like he, taking care of a kid that's not his or something. Yeah. He ends up having to having to be the guardian for this child. And I don't remember. I don't know if it's his actual kid or if he's just taking care of of someone else's kid. I think he's taking care of someone else's kid. Yeah. But I, I mean, Adam Sandler was a big deal in the 90s and towards the end of the late 90s, like the movies were still funny enough. They weren't hitting like the older ones, but they were still good. I don't remember it being a bad movie. I I remember that it was a hit. I'm not a fan of his. And so I I think I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there's lines from it that everyone remembers. Like, why does he get all the easy ones? Hip hop, hip hop anonymous. I remember, <laughs> I just remember the one where the kid is like having a meltdown or something. And then Adam Sandler's character just goes like, all right. <laughs> yep. And it's like, that's parenting. Yep. We just talked about, or we just watched that on TikTok when it's like, it's more relatable now. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a meme. But yeah, that's fine. That one's okay. We'll let it, we'll let it be on that it list. It made money. That's all that matters. <laughs> yep. Uh, the mummy. Oh um, girl. Amanda, would you like to take the floor on this one? First of all, I'm personally offended that it wasn't higher. <laughs> yeah, right. Interesting. Um, no, oh, come on. How many times have I talked about how much I love not only The Mummy, but Brendan Fraser? Yeah, you love Brendan Fraser. Um, Go listen to Brendan Fraser. Did you watch The Whale yet? Or is it, it not out I don't, yet? I don't think it's available. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to watch Batgirl, but can't watch that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, come on, dude. Like, he was already popular, but mm-hmm. that made him a huge star. Yeah. Um, and like Rachel Weiss, Weiss's character, yeah, I love her. Right. Um, that movie's great. Like it's got very kind of like old Hollywood action movie vibes. Um, but it has a good story and it's slapsticky enough that it's like funny. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, if, if you've never seen the mummy, I think it's totally worth watching. I think it's really good. I think it still holds um, up today. I think it still holds up. Yeah. And some of the graphics obviously are a little dated and yep. it's like, it's not like an Oscar winning movie. Sure. It's just a fun like, blockbuster flick. hit mm-hmm. popcorn movie that is perfect for like a, let's just watch something. Watch the mummy. I think the mummy, I think I, I remember them telling the story like, and I liked that a lot. And I think just his character kind of was perfect for that role. So I don't know, man, t- to this day, I still think that one rolls. And then, and then they progressively got worse with each one that they made after that. The sec- honestly, the second one's pretty good. Um, it's just 
they were trying to push the computer graphics. Yeah. And so some of that just like is a little hokey. Uh, well, the second one's where they have Play-Doh Rock. Yeah. yeah. But they also have like to get to the tomb that he's in, mm-hmm. they have to go through like this like lush jungle where they're being attacked by like these little skeleton monkey things. Yeah, and they look dumb. And they look really hokey. <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't know. I mean, the that movie's good. I like it a lot, but squeezed I mean, into the top 10, so a lot of people I've rewatched it. I've rewatched that first one. I, it's what am I like just put on movies because yeah. it's so good. But I know people who are afraid of like that scarab scene where it goes under the guy's skin. Oh. I know people that like can't watch that movie again because of that. Hmm. Um stuff that triggers people. It's weird. Classic banger. Banger. I cannot confirm with 100% certainty <laughs> that I've seen it. Is that I'm why pretty, you had that face the whole time? She's I'm like, pretty Ugh. sure I have. I'm like 90%. I must have seen it, but like. You should watch it. Yeah. You should watch it. I should. Uh, next was Runaway Bride. And Hathaway? That was one of the top. No, Julia uh, Roberts. Julia oh, Roberts. Oh, Jesus. Ju- Ju- Julia it, Roberts it, and Richard Oh, Gere. yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. reprise their. Um, their. Not, not roles, but duo from Pretty Woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember this movie being a big deal. Rom-com, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a, you know, a runaway bride. That's all it is. And he's just like, why are you running away? We I love each like other. I feel like it actually like has coined that term. Oh, probably. It's like bucket list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, another one I haven't seen, The Blair Witch Project. Okay, I think that that's one of the top grossing movies because it was so cheap to make. Yeah, probably, but I mean, I don't know. I even no, it got a lot of hype to this day. No, I, I know it was still it was people huge. that put that movie up as like one of the scariest movies of all time, and it's stupid as shit. It has absolutely no like. There's no real story elements in it. It's all found footage, which was very new at the time as a medium. And like them just being scared of hearing sounds and sticks breaking is really weird when you think of it about why people found that movie so terrifying. And at the end, I don't, I will spoil this for anyone. It's just a guy standing in a corner and that's it. And then the movie just ends. And it's like, why? That was not scary. You just doing bundles of sticks hanging in the woods is not scary. So I don't know why this got the praise that it did other than it was the first one to do found footage. So Yeah, I think that was a big part of it, but I think the advertising for it was like this is realistic. Yeah, they they coined it to be almost like true story or something, right? And well, honestly, yeah, that's terrifying for anybody to be in the forest yeah. at dark like That's all you needed yeah. was to show that and people were like, "Ooh, that's going to be scary." Yeah. I I think it did so well like I think um, one of the main reasons it did so well was the marketing campaign. Yeah. yeah because right. the ads weren't a normal trailer. The ads were like, have you seen these people? Like, we're looking for them. We're making it. We made a documentary about it. Right. Like, this is, the, yeah. you know, like. She's right. They, the only thing we found is this footage. Right. And I think that that was really smart. They were literally saying, like, this is a true story. This happened. We found this footage. Um, so leading up to that, a lot of people were like, what is this movie? Like, what is it? And then you go see it and yeah, it's like an hour and a half movie and 75 minutes are them 
like getting lost in the forest, getting mad at each other, being petty. And, you know, you're hearing, they're giving you little snippets of like the, the lore around the witch that they're looking for essentially. And they're giving you snippets of like, she comes at night and she like, um, they're war- that she leaves warnings in the woods. And that's like the little bundle of sticks that looks like a person. Yeah. And so like, as they happen, the my one of my big complaints about the movie is you aren't allowed to like watch and see things happen or out of the corner of your eye you know like they don't play with you like that like one of the characters will like be like oh look oh hangy thing and then they freak out about it (laughs) you're right yeah they do do call to action the whole time yeah and that gets tiring when it's the whole movie (laughs) i think i would rather have them like where like the strangers you know out of the corner of the film like out of the in the shadow yeah, there's a guy standing there the right. whole time and maybe you don't even catch it yeah play with you and, a little bit and so then you spend this whole movie and it's not even like a slow burn leading up to a crazy like end finale of the movie it's like a slow fizzle leading into like a pretty decent like whoa but they basically tell you the whole time like how this woman catches you and before she kills you, she makes you stand in the corner and then she comes up from behind you and she kills you. And so this lady finds her, she's looking for her friends. One, I think she finds dead or something or whatever. The other friend she finds in the corner and then she starts freaking out. And then you hear someone else walking and then she drops the camera. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all you get as if, and you just hear her screaming. Yeah. And that's how it ends. But I remember, I remember being very disappointed, but I think you're right, Amanda, the marketing in general, we have to give the props to the marketing team on that one. Yeah. I Um, mean, the way that they marketed the movie, they had to come out and say, these are actors. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people thought it was real because, you know, Americans are another. There's another movie (laughs) from like the seventies or eighties. And I don't remember what it was called. I want to say like cannibal Holocaust or something like that where these people were like getting ripped apart and like brutally murdered and it looked so real and they were marketed as like, this is real. This is real. And they had like, there was the police were involved because it looked so real that they had to like produce the actors. That's so funny to be like, it's all fake. Yeah. Right. Well, on a lighter note, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart Little. <laughs> okay. I hate that movie. I don't. Really? Re- I don't. Honestly, I don't remember the plot. I just know he's a little mouse. I think I. Saw I it just in the think theater. they're. <laughs> I Did just you? think they're stupid. Out of the one movie I, she saw in the theater, out of these, great I think films. we probably we probably saw it in the theater because like what nineteen ninety nine. That's what my dad would probably let me see. Yeah. Stuart yeah. Little. Like yeah. you know, my sisters and I were all like elementary, middle school, so like. We probably would have gone to see it. Honestly, I just um it's cute. It's like a classic character. I'll have to watch it again because I don't know whether the graphics hold up or not anymore. For him probably to be because it's not animation, it's like real life and he's an animated character in the yeah. world, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh next is the Green Mile. That was Academy Award winner. That movie's a big old bummer. It is a really sad bummer. And uh, Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Right? Yeah. Um, and Tom Hanks. If yes. I'm not mistaken. So it isn't it just about a guy going to the death. Uh, the he's death being row? put to death. death row. Yeah. 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 Death row. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he basically like repents or atones for his actions in the movie. Isn't that really about his emotional journey? When I think he's supposed to have like almost like supernatural power. He has a mysterious gift. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I just remember a lot of scenes of him crying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I uh, honestly, if I saw that movie, it was a long time ago. It was a one and done and I didn't watch it again. So yeah, I have a mouse it. involved. What? That's yes. Stuart Little. No, there's a mouse. Oh, okay. Your mouse, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Friend. Uh, I've I seen it, it once. But I know things. Okay. Um, American Beauty. This plastic bag is beautiful. <laughs> this won awards, didn't it? Is that Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Um... Yep. Okay. And it's a great movie, actually. But it's really I... like... It will make you uncomfortable if you don't like yes. those yeah. hot button topics. So he it's, falls um, in love with a teenage girl that he shouldn't. Yeah. There's homosexuality in it that makes people feel uncomfortable um, during that time. Right. Like that's supposed to be about him. Um, not uh, it's like a military guy that falls in love with him. Um, and then you've got the weird boy that just like, I just want to take some pictures <laughs> like uh, and then I forget uh, Nora something. Thora Birch. Thora Birch, who she has always played that like kooky weird girl in almost everything, and this was no different. She was like a teenage, a teenage angst, awkwardness of coming of age story. I don't think yes. I've ever seen the whole thing. Um. Well, I know. So Kevin Spacey's character. The, the movie literally opens up with him masturbating in the shower. Like I knew that. Right? Um, but it just talks about, like, he's not... He doesn't have a great relationship with his wife anymore. His kid is a weird teenager. Um, she falls in love with the weird boy that films garbage bags floating in the wind. And then you just start to see, like, these strange, like, interactions with all the characters. Uh, Mia... Mila... Not Mila. Mira, Mira Servino. No, not Servino. Mira Servino? Uh, she's the blonde. She's like a little blonde actress. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who she is. Anyway, but I know, yeah. well, she was popular from that film on too, but she was like the sex symbol in it, um, yeah. which was, which is what made people feel very uncomfortable. From I'm pretty sure that was a Academy Award winning film too. So I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, but it's a good movie. It's not a bad film. Yeah, um, it's just, it, it is uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable yeah. topic. Yeah. Uh, next is the world is not enough. Oh, Bond. Bond. Okay, that's right. Pierce Brosnan's second second run, right? Yeah, that's yes. where Denise Richards plays like a like a scientist, like some crazy scientist, and her name is Christmas Jones or something. And then at the end, after James Bond and her do it, <laughs> James uh, James Bond goes, "I thought Christmas only came once a year." <laughs> uh, what to, who's the villain in that? That one? is literally a line from that movie. <laughs> um, I don't know what their names are, but it's this guy with a scar on his eye. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And the only reason I know that is because I used to have that on VHS. Yeah. And I used to watch it all the time because I loved the theme song. I feel bad because I aside for yawning on the podcast, uh, I have not seen all the way through any of the Pierce Bros and Bonds. Goldeneye is the one worth watching. Sure. 
And I know I've seen enough of it, especially playing the video game, that I feel like I kind of have a grasp on that one. But Oh, well, Sean Bean's the bad guy, and he makes a great bad guy. Does oh, he okay. die? <laughs> yes. Maybe watch it and find out. Uh, tomorrow, uh, What's it called? Tomorrow's Not Enough? The World is Not Enough. The World is Not, not enough. enough. Tomorrow, tomorrow never, never Dies. That's the other one. Yes. And then I don't know his last one, because he did four, right? I thought he only did three. Oh, maybe he only did three. Maybe you're right. I apologize. Well, no, it's Die Another Day. So there was four. No, I oh. thought his third one was Die Another Day. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let me find out. Let me open up the good old IMDb. IMDb. Oh, Pierce Brosnan would be an interesting one for a street crime. Yeah, man. We can talk about uh, Dante's Peak all day. Oh, girl. <laughs> um. 1999 checking, checking, checking I feel like I feel like 1999 needed to squeeze out a Bond film that makes sense to me okay so Goldeneye was 95 you know what I need I actually need a compilation oh Tomorrow Never okay. Dies you was 97 you can get it in a white elephant exchange yeah. okay sorry Amanda uh, so those are the first yeah those are the two okay nine, Goldeneye 95 yep Tomorrow Never Dies 97 that one had Terry Hatcher in it Okay. And then The World Is Not Enough, 1999. And then Die Another Day was the last one. That was 2002. That one had Halle Berry. And it jumped the shark so bad yeah. that they had to start from scratch. Yep, I heard. I heard it was not great. That movie's hot trash. Yeah. That one rough. sucks. That's rough. Yep. Madonna's in it. Uh, but they did four. It's bad. But they got four. He got four. Got four good ones. So I need to watch it because I want to know it was from a box office standpoint. It did well. I think James Bond movies are probably guaranteed to make yeah. like a bottom level amount of money. You're like, probably right. Actually, Dan- Daniel Craig is the first Bond in a while to actually uh, do more than four more than or five. He's done a lot. He's doing six, right? I think he's already done five. I thought he was done. I thought he was done. No, he's doing one more. I think one more is oh. coming out and then he's done. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next up is Double Jeopardy. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. I I love that movie. <laughs> Who's the that other actor in it, Amanda? Ashley Judd. Oh, that's right. That's right. So um, for those who don't know, um, Ashley Judd is accused of killing her husband. She gets sentenced and goes to jail and all that stuff. And I think she gets like let out early in good behavior or whatever. But like, I think she does. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anywho, she gets out of jail. Finds out her husband isn't dead and kills him again because right. you can't get tried for the same exact crime twice. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I was convicted of killing someone yeah. and then it turns out that they faked their death, I'd fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair. That's fair. Never seen it. You've never seen it. <laughs> what's, what's Honestly. New? 1999. Ashley fell asleep the whole year. Um, Ashley, that one's actually really good. I believe it. It sounds good. I should watch it's it. It's like a it's a crime thriller, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, next was Notting Hill. So Uh-oh. another Hugh, another uh, Julie Roberts. Hugh Hugh Grant. Grant. I, I don't think I've after. ever seen that one. Uh, I probably saw it once. I don't. Rom com or just rom? To me, it's it's a rom com. Rom com. Okay. To me, it's just like a Hugh Grant is a bumbling idiot, but that's like Hugh Grant. I don't. I don't like I think him. This is the one where like there's I just remember a scene of him like falling over the hedge. I don't know. Oh, I remember that. Yep. Oh, that must have been the trailer. Huh. It's 
all I remember. Is Hugh Grant always been the like dweeby heartthrob? Yeah, that's a good yeah, way to put it. I think it. so. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, Wild Wild West. Oh. Oh, girl. I love that movie. The movie that couldn't beat The Matrix. Wild Wild West. So, wait, are when you I telling me the that Wild Wild uh, West? Will Smith's movies aren't tainted anymore after the slap? Are you telling me that Will Smith gave up on the role of Neo because he thought that Wild Wild West was going to be the bigger franchise? And it's number if, 17. <laughs> if you thought that was correct, bang. And we have an episode where famous actors turn down movie roles that you should go check out. Yes, you should. You know, I only remember... We also have a Will Smith street cred. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> and it'll smack the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> the only reason I remember that movie is because I'm a man and oh. I... Salma Hayek. You mean their boobies s- were quite high and... They were free? in her neck. No, no, no. Not the boobies. Her butt. You see her butt. Oh. She's wearing like old school PJs with the buttons that fall down. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see her butt. Oh, okay. And I remember. You see like, you see like a rectangle of her butt. Uh-huh. I was like, that's Selma Hayek's butt. This movie's I'm incredible. pretty sure if I saw this movie, it was when it like came on TBS. Yeah. So I probably TNT. didn't see that part. No, that part didn't work. Uh, okay. I do have to say though, the whole steampunk, like big creatures. I thought that Giant was kind of cool. Thing. That was cool. Well, I mean, right? Kenneth Branagh played the bad guy and yeah. he played a great bad yeah, guy. I agree. And, um. I apparently 1999 was my year because I fucking love that movie. Uh, and it's one of those ones where like, it's not good. Like it's sure. not good. It's like guilty pleasure. I think at this it's point, it's a guilty pleasure. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. It's enjoyable. So Ash, uh, give us a couple more here on 1999 to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, analyze this. Uh, the never precursor to analyze that. Uh, is that Robert De Niro, right? It was Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, dude. I never saw it. That was one of those grown-up movies. Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. Care. Billy Crystal's one of those actors that never made it out of the, the like early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was kind of like, that, I think that to be a Billy Crystal fan, you need to be older. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But he's and Mike Wazowski. Yes. But, but, but Billy Crystal yeah. also kind of falls into the same role as Steve Martin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys. Steve like, Martin's way funnier. They had their heydays. Oh, agreed. All the way up until about the early 2000s. And then it was over. It's kind of, it's been over. It's done. <laughs> Let's put a cap on that. Um, Next is The General's Daughter. That's a good movie. Yeah. It's uncomfortable because it deals with rape, but it's a really good movie. It's John Travolta if I'm not mistaken, in it. And they basically is investigating an internal affair that happens within the military where this woman is raped and killed and he has to figure out what happened to her. It's actually, it's really good. I remember it being a, a great film. I remember the cover. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Great's the Great is a wrong word. When I think of great, I think of like, I enjoyed it. But when a movie like that makes you like, like you're taken back, I don't know. There's a better it's word well for done. it. Yeah, w- yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll end with this one. This one, number twenty. Okay, Tw- <laughs> you said that like Doctor Evil. Twenty. <laughs> I did not know. Um, American Pie. Oh, I hated it. Uh, yeah, but it was the best comedy of the year. I mean, legitimate. Ugh. It was literally the best comedy of the year, and same thing it's goes classic. back to like 
it's quotable. Freaking it jump started um, Stifler's career. I forget the the actor. Multiple name. careers. I mean, yes. Um, Jason Biggs. Um, uh, the- Eugene. Well, Eugene Levy was popular, but like yeah. it brought him to a different audience. Yeah. And then, um, shit. Uh, Stifler's mom. Like yes, yes, and in fact, she has been Jennifer in many Coolidge. roles we've watched recently too, because well, because she so. had she had that movie and then Legally Blonde. I feel like really tight yeah. together, yep. and she basically was known like professionally, like as the if you need a milf, get her. Yeah, and right? I mean, she's made a career off of it, and she's fucking funny, so good for her. And that uh, the foreign exchange student girl, she she kind of had like a ten year gap or a ten year. Um, what do you call it? Pop career? I don't know. Oh. I don't even know if I want to call it career, but like her fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, her fifteen <laughs> minutes of fame. After that, she she was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. After that, and I do I feel bad for not remembering her yeah. name. And then Allison Hannigan. Yep. Yeah. Just yep. One time at band camp. I mean. Oh, that's right, dude. That was her. That was the most quotable. Yeah. Like, dude, I remember. Yeah. So in middle school, I was in band, and then in high school, I was in band, and. It, People thought they were so funny. <laughs> if you were a flute, flutist, did flautist. you ever go to yeah. band? Did you ever yeah. go to band camp? And it's like, <laughs> no, like, stupid. I wonder. I I wonder if Jason Biggs like had to really hump a cherry pie or apple pie. What Ap- was it? Apple. Apple pie. It's American pie. Apple pie. You're right. I don't know. I I think it's, it's like so warm stupid. apple pie. I don't find raunchy humor funny. So yeah. like to me, the yeah. whole thing was like cringy and awkward. Oh, it was. I was a teenager, so that was right up my alley. I thought it, everything was funny in that movie. Yep. And I I, I still feel bad. What is freaking Stifler's uh, name? That actor, Sean William Scott. Thank you. Sean William Scott got kick kick started with that too. He's like a decent actor, mm-hmm. like, and he's had he's some done good some stuff, stuff that's pretty good. That's uh, under the radar. There's actually mm-hmm. some good stuff that he's done that not a lot of people know about. So 1999, ladies, what do you give it? Let's rank it. What grade do you give 1999? Side, did you know that Fantasia 2000 count came out in 1999? Well, that makes sense because they. Probably I did had not, it right but before. I loved that. Uh-huh. I love Fantasia. I will give 1999. A B plus. I will say it was oh, a really was... good nap. Yeah, you don't remember anything. You didn't watch a single thing in 1999. I saw Toy Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Toy Story 2. I saw Little. I saw Stuart Little. I'm gonna I'm gonna say just because it has a couple bangers, I'm gonna give it an A minus. Well, it has Ooh. your mummy in it and it has mm. your Wild Wild West in it. Yeah, it has a couple movies that I really love. Yeah. So some of your diehard films so yeah what would you yeah. give it from an outsider's perspective ash i can't i can't even get it a, give it a grade i give it an absent like you know what you got what's it mov- called when like you don't show up to class enough and you just get like yeah disqualified Pe- oh no no you just it's the grading curve and you just get a pass you get like a u or something <laughs> i would say you got movies on your list now you gotta watch i didn't realize I how many so. you hadn't seen what are you going to watch, Andy, or rewatch? Um, ooh. You know what? I do feel like I've never seen Double Jeopardy all the way through. So That's that could good. be one that Ash and I will watch together. Yeah, I would watch that. Because we both I, like that one. 
I looked up the general's daughter when we were talking about it, yeah. and I've never seen it. Oh, and okay. So I think I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I mean, Travolta's had his bad movies, but he's also had really good films, too. So Yeah. No, um, I mean, yep. in the right role, he's a decent actor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Is gritty, and then you know I'll watch the I'll rewatch the Mummy fifteen times. I rewatch them. <laughs> I need to rewatch the Mummy again, for sure. It's so good. All right, so if people want to join the conversation, you can come chat with us. Where Amanda, um, come tell us what your favorite movie out of the list from nineteen ninety nine um, at our Instagram at Real Awkward Podcast. <laughs> or, and that is it. Or tell us if there's yeah. a year you would like us to cover. If it was your favorite oh, yeah. year. Oh yeah. You know when Hit old men when old men hear the price or like the, the well, their total at a store and they're like that's a good year. That was a good year. Yes. Tell us your good year. <laughs> Nineteen ninety, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Wait, yeah. just one movie. Oh yeah, that's it. That's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. I can't imagine that was the top grossing movie that year, but let's find out. (laughs) Guys, we will catch you on the next episode of the Real Awkward Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye.